What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This Hey Roberto Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ashford University. Ashford.edu slash ham. Start your master's degree today. And brought to you by Untuck It. Untuckit.com. Promo code ham and upstart. Upstart. See how low your upstart rate is at upstart.com slash ham. Now to the segment. Three favorite draft storylines coming out of the combine. Gotcha. And... I'll, I'll, the first one to me actually started um, based on something you said as it relates to Tua and Washington and this idea that Washington might actually be interested in drafting a quarterback. We've kind of just penciled them into Chase Young, but the fact is they got a new coach and their coach is in charge. Could Washington really draft Tua? That right now I would put it number one as my favorite draft, storyline, rumor, however you want to categorize it coming out of the combine. What do you think? You said something on our last podcast that I hadn't even thought of when factoring in that I had heard from a very credible source that it's on the table. That last year, Cam had been banged up going into the draft, and one of the stories was the Panthers are going to take a quarterback high. And they ended up taking the kid from West Virginia, I think in the third round. But they were they did all their due diligence on the quarterbacks. I wanted to call him Will Myers, but... Greer. Will Greer. Rivera brought in his, some of his offensive coaches, I think the coordinator from Carolina, with Correct. him to Washington. So Correct. they are, and as you brought up, this even makes it more concrete that... They are going to have and had an opinion, probably a strong one, because there was a chance he went 15. I think they drafted Brian Burns 16 or 17. Like they were in the, they were probably having the conversation. Should we take Dwayne Haskins as he's kind of at pick 11, 12, and kind of moving down toward them? Should we trade up and get him? They had a take, guy. <laughs> you know, this, we love using yep. the word takes in the media. He well, was. What 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 pick did they pick? 
Dwayne Askins was 15. Brian Burns was 16. So they were the next team on the clock if Washington passed. Wouldn't you be shocked if they did like him? They were having conversations, should we move up a couple spots? Because everyone knew that Dan Snyder liked him and go get this guy. If they liked him, he probably would have been a Panther. I, I, I'm going to go on a stretch there. I don't know that to be fact. But they, they definitely had a strong opinion on the player in their room. And if that opinion, which from what I heard might lean more negative, that they did not like him as a player, how is that not going to factor into them now? The other variable is like, what do they think of Tua and what do they think of Herbert and Jordan Love too, right? If you're factoring in Joe Burrow goes one, they get the pick of the litter if they want to take a quarterback of those two or three guys. Right. Or, and and I'm saying Tua, it's really more about, it's not, it's just about will they take a quarterback than Tua. There's a chance that they like Herbert more than Tua, but I, I, I would, I don't know. I, I also think part of that conversation would be, can we just function with Dwayne and take Chase Young, take Isaiah Simmons, or trade back and accumulate a bunch more picks? To me, if they take a quarterback guy, they're basically admitting they think Dwayne Haskins stinks. Like, I I don't think necessarily Cliff Kingsbury thinks Josh Rosen stunk. I, I just think it was like, for his offense, they needed that specific guy. The connections there, it made too much sense. This one would be, because if they take Tua, Tua's not Mr. Run around, make plays, right? He's a, for a smaller guy, he's a pocket quarterback. And he can move, but he's, he's a thrower. I think Tua, I think passing, like he's not a movement guy. Where, where Herbert and, and Burrow are, can scramble. That's not this guy's deal. So to me, if they take Tua, which sure feels like it's on the table from people I heard, Mike Silver's talked about it. Who's Mike Silver's good buddy? Any fucking person that's had any association Hugh with Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, why? How does he know Hugh? Hugh coached a cow. He anyone that coached a cow or played a cow, he's boys with literally. And him and Ron are buddies. So him just saying that. Yeah, there might. You know, you could always well agendas, lying season. I get it, but I I, I think there's I think there's something there, guy, and that would. As I was, I was at dinner with a buddy from the Bears. He's like, "Fuck!" And the Lions just get Chase Young, and that's that's their number one need is a is a true pass rusher. I'd be they would think they're it'd be the time like when uh, remember when the Bills traded up ahead of the Raiders. You're like, "Oh my God, are the Bills gonna take Khalil Mack?" And then they took Sammy Watkins, and the Raiders got Khalil Mack at five. It's one of the all time like he had no business going making it to five. A team traded up in front of him, and they still didn't take him. It's an all timer. Yeah. Yeah, and this is where, yes, it's lying season, but when you get this high in the draft, what what is the incentive for Washington to make people think they're going to take a quarterback? I always laugh about it because it happens all the time. It's like they, they want people to think they're going to take a quarterback so a team trades with them. Well, the second they start considering your trade, you know they don't love a quarterback. So that doesn't really pencil for me. It never has, and it's always a thing. Like, make them think you want a quarterback. It's like... Yeah, but then when you take their call and say, yeah, we'll trade you for this spot, they know you don't love the quarterback. Because if you think the guy's worth taking the quarterback at number two, it's got to take three or four first-rounders to even entice you, right? If you think that guy is a franchise quarterback, that's the that's like the number one thing you're trying to find in sports, a freaking quarterback. So, well, you, you wait, so you like Tua, but if I gave you a first and a second, he's mine? What? <laughs> so, so, you really, so you really don't like him? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. 
So well, I'm, try, uh, I'm trying anyway, to think of a, I'm trying to one. think of a recent trade. Remember when the Colts did it with the Jets, and they gave they swapped three to six and gave three additional second rounders. You could that was just more out of the Colts had luck slash the Jets were just so desperate they had to move up a couple mm-hmm. spots to be in position mm-hmm. to get one of those guys. Yeah, and it turns out. I mean, we'll see. I guess there's a big unknown on Darnold, but yeah, I think they feel pretty good about it. Did you watch? Uh, have you watched this last week's episode of Kirby Enthusiasm yet? No, I watched last night. Is the one with Vince Vaughn and them squatting over the girl pissers? Was that? Oh, okay, was that two yeah. weeks ago? The, yeah, the latest one is fantastic. The Jets and Sam Darnold play a big role. Uh, Sam's not actually in the episode, but the Jets play a big role in the latest edition of Kirby. When Vince goes. Well, Larry, where do they what do they do with their pants? He's like, oh, I don't know. Is it you really? <laughs> <laughs> so great. Uh, all right, draft storyline out of the combine number two. Here's the other one I really like. It's also quarterback related. Uh, McShay and Kuiper have a five thousand dollar bet on this one. I don't remember. I think it's McShay thinks Jordan Love is going to go ahead Justin Herbert. I would be pretty shocked if Jordan Love goes ahead of Justin Herbert. This feels to me like when everybody just started trying to hire guys that look like Sean McVay. It's like, oh my God, did you see Jordan Love's tape? There's a little Mahomes there. <laughs> like, this is the McVay effect here for Jordan Love. People, I'm not saying he's not a good prospect, and some people seem to like him, but I would be pretty surprised if he goes ahead of Justin Herbert. People forget that Patrick Mahomes was the third quarterback taken in his own draft for a team that loved him, right? Trubisky went right. two, and then Watson, who was much more accomplished, went 10 before he went at 12. Do I have my order correct? Or was that vice? Did Mahomes go 10? and Mahomes went 10th, and uh, Watson went 12th. Okay, so Mahomes did go ahead of Watson. So, I I don't know, guy. I mean, this, this, to me, seems like people are fucking thinking Mahomes. There's just Mahomes coming out every year. Like, you know, every 6'7 guy that can versatile and guard is Draymond. That, that's what this feels right now. Because, like, when we talk about Herbert, no one is comparing him to, like, all-time. It's like, oh, he's got some Josh Allen to him. When we, when we talk about Burrow, it's like, you know, he's a more athletic. You know, he's probably closer to, I think, Deshaun Watson is probably a pretty good comp for Joe Burrow. Not a great arm. But he's just got some innate shit to him. He's just a good athlete. He's just a playmaker. He's accurate throwing the ball down the field. Maybe Burrow has a better arm. But I think any time that you do, this guy's the next farf. Like, that didn't start with Mahomes till he threw 50 fucking touchdowns. And then you're like, yeah, this guy might not be the next farf. Even, remember when Steph won back-to-back MVPs? It's like, this guy is the point guard version of Michael Jordan. I like when strong takes happen after you produce. Like, sometimes when we do these crazy takes pre-draft, I, I, we'll probably talk about the receivers next. I'm like, you know, I text a buddy that does the SEC. I'm like, is Henry Ruggs Deshaun Jackson? He's like, yeah, that's the oversimplification one. I mean, that's the easy one. It probably have some similarities, but they're, they're different. But it's the easy one. I'll just, Deshaun, it's like a running back thing catch. McCaffrey. I'm like, no. I mean, these guys are this is like the all-pro list. Most guys that get drafted, like you can just be a good player. You know, like Fred Warner is going to be like a 10-year starter in the NFL. He's going to be like a team captain for what looks like the better defense for a short period of time here. I would imagine the next couple years. And no one was like, oh, he's Willis. (laughs) No, he's just good. Like some guys can just be good. I I think we need to pump the brakes. I, I think the Jordan Love hype guy is 
out of control. Because when we talk about Tua or Burrow, I, I still think they kind of get... I mean, Tua definitely gets nitpicked, right? He's hurt a lot. Yep. Herbert yep. gets nitpicked a lot. Like, you know, just a little robotic, like fair quarterback nitpicks. Burrow, it's a little harder because as everyone you talk to there, it's like, well, what the fuck are you supposed to say? There's six touchdowns, six picks, and he beat the shit out of literally every good team in the country. Not just like, you know, a couple games against Fresno State. It's like, well, he had this stretch and went Alabama, uh, A&M, Auburn, right into Georgia, and then he made Oklahoma look like, uh, you know, Nevada. It's like, yeah, good point. And then he, Isaiah Simmons, yeah, he kicked that guy's ass. Like, yeah, it's, it's they, you got pretty good arguments for Burrow. <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard to, you know, his arm's a little weak. You're like, yeah, it sure looked fine to me. But I, I, yeah, the argument against him is he played with great players. Where to me, love, the arguments anti-love are typical of busts. Like, are we stretching this a little bit? Well, you know, his, his stats were off. Well, his school sucked. Well, he lost a coach. Well, this you, you do all this stuff, and everyone tries to counter. It's like, may- well, there's yeah, there's a lot of check his 2018 tape. Yeah, check he lost seven seven upperclassmen. His coach went to Texas Tech. New offense. He tried to force things. Hero Bowl. It's like okay, weed, weed, weed. Yeah, it's legal in some states. Not a big deal. Yeah, I, I don't care either. I had an edible last night. I I just I got him red flagged. I I, I got him red flagged. All the receivers both guys went after Mitch. Mitch went eight spots ahead of both of them, guy. I know. Ten. Ten ahead of Watson. They played in the same conference. The same conference. They played each other. Think about that. I, I'll give you a pass on Mahomes. Watson was in the ACC. Think about that. Like, going to the ACC game. So you're just, you know, like, you're around the Pac-12. You just hear other Pac-12 stories. Like, who's this? Who's that? Everyone's like, yeah. Right. Can you imagine how many people are like, that fucking Deshaun Watson, Jesus Christ. How many times Pace has had to hear that in the ACC? The hallway's like North Carolina. If you're at North Carolina scouting Mitch, you'd be like, who, you're just talking to some of their coach, like, who's the best player you played? I would imagine his name came up once in a while. That's an all-time miss, guy. Not, I'll give him a pass a little for Mahomes. I'm just looking for their, I'm just looking for their box score here. So they played at the end of the year. Clemson beat them 45-37. to Deshaun, so a good game. That is a pretty good Clemson game. Clemson was number one. Carolina was ranked 10th. Carolina was ranked 10th with Mitch Trubisky? Trubisky got hurt because he was 1-1. Well, not a passing. red flag injuries. Hurt. Deshaun was 26-42, 289, three touchdowns, a pick, and, a, and, and 131 yards rushing and two rushing touchdowns. Jesus. So Deshaun carried him to a win. Deshaun was accounted for five touchdowns. Well, Gallman was it Wayne? He ran for 187 yards. Do too. you do you remember North? How was North Carolina <laughs> in this fucking game? How were they John? ranked 10th? They well, they're in the ACC, but still, <laughs> that, up wins. remember the coach that recently got fired? He had a lot of hype a couple years ago. Whoever Mac Brown took over for, I forget his name, but he was was it Larry Fedora. Yeah, everyone was like Larry Fedora is the next uh, Matt Rule, or he was like Matt Rule before Matt Rule. He was just one of those guys, like, oh, Larry, this guy's going to coach in the league. And then two years later, he went from 10th going toe-to-toe with North uh, Clemson to being fucking God. unemployed. John, who knows? If, if, if Trubisky doesn't get hurt and plays in that game, maybe he doesn't get drafted. Maybe, it, you know, because, like, the guy that played, whoever M. Williams is, was 11-33 for 244 what yards. What year is this game? This is 2015. 
ACC championship game. Yep. Trubisky didn't start till the next year. So Trubisky was the backup in that game. Yeah, but they were in the – oh, I'm an idiot. Trub- they were drafted in 2017. Yeah, because Trub- Trubisky was a one-year starter. Red flag. Oh, yeah. Big Sorry, time. my mistake, everybody. Fun to go down memory lane on that game, though. Uh, I'll pull up the other game. So, again, you're talking to North Carolina coaches. Deshaun accounted for five touchdowns in a game where they were in it. So he kicked their ass one year. I would imagine the next year was not as pretty. So the next year they pl- they didn't play. How does that happen? That sucks. Well, that, that might have helped Mitch. <clears throat> yeah. Because if you were going to watch Mitch play an ACC game live, you would have gone to the Clemson game, right? You'd want to see him against the best competition, just the way he carried himself. Right. That year Clemson beat Ohio State 31 nothing. In the in the Fiesta Bowl, remember that? Yeah, guy, I just you just can't justify that one. Thirty-one to nothing. All right, uh, wide receivers. This is the other great. I think one of the great. This is not so much a rumor as it is just um, one of the big debates right now. C.D. Lamb, Jerry Judy, Henry Rugg. Somebody DM me the other day, like, why do all the Big Twelve receivers bust? Kind of concerned about C.D. Lamb. Um, well, do you see what do you, you see think- what Kyle said? Uh, did, what? So, did you say something about how much he loves the Baylor guy? Well, no. I just watched. I realized yes. I didn't even watch his press conference, so I just was watching it yesterday. And he said the hardest part is most college programs on defense play zone, so you never get to see wide receivers operate against, run their route tree against man. And he's like, the reality in the NFL, even if you're playing a zone team, they click into man a lot, and then a lot of teams just play man with their corners. So, like, can you get open against man? It's a kind of a guessing game. And if you think about it, what conference probably runs zone more than any because they're playing the spread offenses would be the Big 12. Big 12. So you just got these guys. And he, I think he was kind of talking about C.D. Lamb. He's like, we're just those type receivers that play zone a lot. He's like, really? You just evaluate their body type here and then in game tape what they do with the ball in their hand. But it is kind of a guessing game, right? Interesting. I was like, God, I just sometimes you guys say some things. It's like it's really smart. Do you, do you does it feel like there's a consensus that, to you on the receivers right now? No, because I I think there's a different cup of tea. Like, what are you looking for? If if I have a speed guy, I'm not going to take Henry Ruggs if I want a wide receiver. Right? I would take a I would take a bigger body guy. C.D. Lamb. How do you say the guy's name from Arizona State? Brandon Ayuk. A guy like that. Uh, six seven wingspan. Higgins is a, is a taller guy from Clemson. This, the Mims guy from Baylor seems to be blowing fucking up. monster looking guy. To me, Jerry Judy. I think he. I think he also mentioned uh, Debo Samuel. He, he did. I mean, oh, he, you're saying Mims like copied his game after Debo? Yeah, but people just ask like, who do you like? You know, they ask like, who do you like? It's like ah, Debo and the Niners. <laughs> Well, it's like Debo is like a star among like because guy. Do you know what it shows you coming out when you're a good team. On that given year, when a guy's coming out in any sport, like if you ask some like college basketball player, like who are you watching, he'd be like, "Yeah, I like Russ." You know, uh, Sunday Night Football. It turns yeah, out, yeah, I like Zion. It's like, who do you like watching the NFL? I, Mahomes. <laughs> like, it's just you, you're not going to be like, you know who I love? I, I love Max Crosby. <laughs> you know, because if you're fucking living in Oklahoma, you didn't see one Raider game. It's like the obscure players don't ever get talked about, even though their comps actually might be better for some of these players. Like who know? Like C.D. Lamb's comp might be some guy that plays on a team that's never on national television. Be like some dude on the 
fucking Jaguars, you know, but you no one could comp that because no one wants a Jags play or the or like the Miami Dolphins. But I think C.D. Lamb, I think I said on this podcast the other day that he was like in the 170s. I think what it was, I did some, I asked a buddy about it. He came in really small originally, like three, four years ago. He's now bigger. I know he weighed at the combine like 197 or something. But I think mm-hmm. sometimes the combine weight can be, these guys are genetic freaks. If they just be like, hey guys, no McDonald's, Taco Bell, or uh, Chick-fil-A this week. We're just going to eat real meals with protein. And you, these guys fucking gain 12 pounds of muscle in like three days. Like us, if, if we want to like lose some weight or get in better shape or whatever, we have to do a diet for like three months to like, oh, see some results. See some results. It takes these guys. Guys, just uh, no french fries for four days. And then there's a fucking boom. You get an extra ab. You know, get an extra, get an extra muscle in their arm. So... A lot of love on all these guys. Just different cup of tea. I just, it feels like a lot of hype on these guys. You just, you know some of these guys. It's one thing to get with the Kyle, with an Andy, with a Josh McDaniels. Even, you could say Josh McDaniels, wide receivers haven't done as well there. Uh, Sean Payton, you know, guys that just make, hell, even Pete Carroll and Russell make the guys look sweet. You go to the wrong team, and just the wrong quarterback, it can look ugly. So I... I'm always just, this guy's going to be a lock star because they're a position that is very dependent on one human, right? You'd be like, Saquon, Saquon's running for a grand fucking playing for any team. He's just going to make plays because you just hand him the ball, then he does shit. At wide receiver, like, this would be my argument if, if I hated, let's say I put a fourth round grade on DK and we're in draft meetings, like, Middlecoff, you were off on DK last year. Well, yeah, he's playing with Russell Wilson. And I'd be like, well, our quarterback is fucking Gardner Minshew or Kirk, you know, whoever it is. Like, it's, right. it's a pretty – he's the greatest deep ball uh, receiver, and he's playing with the best deep ball thrower. It's like, yeah, it's a pretty good combo. As someone said, I, I was listening to, like, uh, Kevin Clark on the Ringer podcast, and he's like, you know, you put Tyreek Hill and Nicole Hardeman with Patrick Mahomes, it looks pretty good. Put him with fucking Derek Carr, who doesn't throw the ball. And Andy Reid. And Andy Reid. It doesn't look as good. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.